You're listening to Arrowhead Radio. He doesn't love us because we're good. He loves us because he's good. You can't steer a boat that's not moving. We, need, we as Christians, we need to start opening our mouths. And it says that he who believes on the Son has life, and he that does not believe um, does not have life, and the wrath of God abides on him. Uh, to me, one of the greatest things God did to me was give me peace, give me a hope, give me a promise. And I thought, I have eternal life. I'm, I'm about for heaven, and it's, it's forever. I'm Mark Dana. And I'm Venus Cote. And this is Hope to the Nations. I am talking with Ray Grew from Gittigan Zibi, uh, Manawaki, Quebec. It's been a while since we've talked, maybe a week or so. <laughs> maybe not. A few <laughs> days. How are you today, Ray? Hi. Good to be good. here. Yeah, it's good to have you here. And uh, I know on a day like it is here in New Brunswick, you'd probably like to be out on the lake or something, fishing. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> have day. you been out fishing yet? or? No, no, I haven't been out yet. Yeah, looking forward to that, huh? Well, with the COVID, we can't be, you've got to go out alone if you do go out for now, oh, yeah. right now. Kind of, in, you're kind of in the red zone. Yeah, lockdown. Yeah, right now, huh? lockdown here. Could have got ZB's lockdown, so. Just when we thought we were gonna, we we're seeing the end of the tunnel there. <laughs> there was a train, I guess you could say. Delighted. <laughs> so Ray, you kind of shared with me before. Maybe you could share with other people. Like, what was it like for you growing up? Well, growing up kidding on GB, so there wasn't much people on on uh, on GB before. You know, when I was young, we were just a, I forget what the population was, but it was very low, and we yeah. lived far out and so we didn't have close neighbors really especially my age we were far from everybody the yeah. only place you'd see people was at school right so it, uh, we were brought yeah, up in yeah. a catholic uh, catholic background my father was a catholic okay so going to church was part of your everyday yeah your, your life at the, back it, then yeah it was a weekly thing did you look forward to that? Well, yeah, when I was younger, I looked forward to it because you got to see other mm-hmm. people. <laughs> but okay. uh, as you get older, then you, you sort of get away from that. You get away. You're not interested yeah. anymore. Yeah, a lot of people have shared something similar to that, that yeah. uh, when they were young, they were closer to God. And then when they got a little older, like teenage years, they kind yeah. of drifted off. It seems to be a common yeah. story. You had a small farm there, is that it? So you probably worked a lot? Yeah, yeah. We had a little, a few animals and we had a few cows and a few chickens and pigs and big gardens. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was, I guess, for life purposes, I guess, is uh, passed from year to year. You had all your food, you had all your products. We didn't have, a I know my parents didn't have a vehicle until I was uh, maybe 10 years old at least. Uh. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. You were going to church, and then you kind of drifted away, and um, and I guess your interest kind of waned. But did it? I mean, what what was that like? That part of your life? Yeah, well, uh, well, I got in trouble at church a few times, so they kicked me out of church. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I kicked you quit. out of church. 
Yeah, they kicked me out of church. Uh, okay. I remember we were t- I was a halter boy. They called the halter boy. They used to help out the priests and yeah. serve the wine, uh, the wine and stuff. And yeah. one day, uh, me and my buddy, we decided to drink the wine. And the, oh. <laughs> we drank all the wine. And the, the priest had had the wine for his mass. So he oh. sort of... Uh, we were kind of barred out of church. <laughs> so Excum- was, ex- uh, excommunicated <laughs> at a very young age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was so that the, was I guess that. that was the, that was the start of the drinking. I guess. <laughs> okay. So that a few, few like- later, instigated. I guess by the wine. <laughs> uh, wow. A few years later, my my dad died. So. It, then the drinking really got into got in every going to high school, carrying a little ten ounce almost every day. Oh, really? Just got out of just got out of control after a while. So that was your high school years then. That was my high school years, and then I after that when I was with eighteen, I moved out west. I went out west, and oh, I was supposed to be great out there because I was going to work around here, but there was work out west. And my cousin was out there to give me a call. He says, "You want to come out here? A lot of work." Mm-hmm. So I went out there, and that was just one big party time over there. It was a lot of work. Money was good, but it was a lot of drinking too. A lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. So the money kind of went away on on the weekend. What you earned? Oh well, yeah, we we just worked worked to drink, yeah. Mm-hmm. And drinking wasn't that wasn't enough. After a while, we've been a few years there, and we started doing drugs. And yeah. Then the money would really go away fast. Yeah. <laughs> and, wow. Yeah. After after a while, you can't do that without doing drugs. So you're just mm-hmm. going after that. Next. Time, and I came I back so. east to get away from that. After a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, uh, okay. And that all well, around here, I stopped the drugs a bit. At least the hard drugs. I was doing the. Mm-hmm. Uh, so more drinking than, than the drugs around here, so that wasn't too bad. That wasn't a very good either. Huh? That wasn't very good. I was getting into trouble. Eh? So you changed locations, but the trouble kind of just came with you, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. What, at what point did you sense that God was starting to speak to you? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure, but I, I, I remember going back out west and... Uh, 95. Me and my brother headed out west because so, there was no early in work around here. We went back out there. And we said, we'll mm-hmm. go do a run. And, and we worked all winter. My wife came out in the spring to... We were going to keep going there. But, uh, my wife came out in the spring to join me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have an apartment yet. I was living with somebody else. But when she showed up, we took a motel before we got an apartment, because she didn't want to come to live where I was living. So at that motel, it, yeah. I, there, was a, there was a Bible with a desk there. I still have that Bible today. It's uh, from the Gideons. Okay. Yeah. I, I must have read something in there that touched me, because I, I kept the Bible. Maybe I was keeping the Bible there for... Maybe I took it because I, I was being bad. Or, or, but I kept it. <laughs> little that I know that they were there to take. <laughs> but, great, uh, great. yeah. It took a while. Okay. I never opened it. I never reopened it. I never read it okay. after. But I had it. And then a little further down the line, I came, we came back east. The drinking got bad. And then 
a little bit of drugs again. Got into gambling. Everything was, everything was just crazy. Yeah? And then one night, Garrett, uh, uh, my wife was uh, listening to uh, Billy Graham, and, uh, and I heard some, I overheard some, some things he was saying there that really touched me. He was saying that there's uh, only one way to God and to his son, Jesus Christ, and, uh, and what he had done for us, or he great sac- sacrifice he had done for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that stayed in my, I guess I stayed in my mind for, for a while. At the end of the program, he said, uh, order, so there's some literature if you wanted to read more or learn more about it. So I ordered that. Okay. God, that was the Gospel of John. Took me, uh, took me a while to read that, though. So it's, not a, it's not a very book, a big book, but uh, I wasn't a reader. <laughs> so it, it yeah. took me uh, maybe two years to read that go through the Gospel of John. But during that time, uh, the gambling got worse, drinking got worse, uh, I was on compensation. Mm-hmm. Every time money would come in, and I'd blow it all on gambling and, and uh, drinking. So the boredom together really gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. After the time, it'd be broke. And one night, I had just got a CSST check, and I, I went out, and I got drunk, and Gamble everything again. Man. At the end of the evening, uh, I said, "Oh, I knew, I knew my wife would be really bad at me this time. She was mad. Mm-hmm. She'd get mad every time I go out and do it. And this time, I said, oh, I don't know how she's going to take it.' But I said, "Jesus, if you're real, you got to help me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't keep on doing this." You answered that there <laughs> pretty quick. <laughs> really. Okay. <laughs> Pretty quick. That's great. I went home that night. My wife didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, next morning, I got up. It was Sunday morning, and I said, "Let's go to church." <laughs> he says, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go to church." So where was that? What what place exactly? So we went to Manawaki Baptist Church. Oh, you were in Manawaki at the time, okay, yeah. Yeah, we were back in Manawaki. Yeah. We walked in there. We've been going there ever since. It's amazing that to hear that answer to prayer. So how did things change in your in your life and at that point from that point on? At, the, at the, that point on? Mm-hmm. Well, for every drinker and a say an addict. Uh, I was a gambling addict. I was a drinking addict. I was drugs. Everything stopped. Mm. I didn't have no more. I didn't have the taste to drink. I didn't have the, the temptation to go gambling. Everything stopped. Okay. Wow. I said, "Wow, <laughs> I can't even do that. I wouldn't be able to do that on my own." Because I know so many people that went to detox and. Came out of there and kept going back, and they kept falling, kept going back, kept falling, kept going back. And me, it was just like, it's like I never did it. Wow. Uh, oh, praise God. Praise yes. God. He is real. Yes. What would you tell somebody today, like, if you, if they were struggling, like you were struggling, like, what, how would you, how would you express that to, to them? What you what you lived? Uh, you just got to put 
believe there is a God, there's our creator. Everybody pretty well believes that there is a creator. But then there's a, his son, Jesus. That's what he did for us. Mm-hmm. That is something that uh, okay. put your trust in God. You just got to be willing to admit what you're doing and ask him to take care of everything else. Not everybody works out the same way, but there's a time for everything. And I guess mm-hmm. that was my time to stop everything. Took a little so, longer to stop other stuff, but you know, what does Jesus mean to you today? He's my Lord, my Savior, my King, my mm-hmm. friend. There's nothing I could do without him. I speak to him, I speak to him every day. But there's yep. some days when he knows, Okay, this is the time. Because I remember this a couple of years ago was, uh I went out for moose, I was looking for moose. And I said, yeah, Oh Lord. That. Hey, remember that? Yeah, it was quite a few years with no moose, right? Yeah, it was a few years without moose. And then I asked him, Lord, just show me a moose. And then I just oh. turned around the corner and there was a moose. <laughs> that was <Wow>. something. <laughs> but, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that was quick. Sometimes there is, uh, there's always answers to prayers. It's just sometimes not the, at the time you want it. We, me and my wife, we lived through a lot of stuff that happened to us that that's unexplainable, <laughs> unexplainable. I had my share of miracles. <laughs> yeah, you've had your your share of challenges too, right? Um, different yes. things that yes. happened. Made a deal with some people there for our house after I'd fixed it up and make it livable. These people wanted the house back. Because it, yeah, it, it was either we we went to the bank and the, I wasn't working at the time, and they were saying, "Well, we could go to the bank and, and tell them you're working for me, and uh, you could pass at the bank." They they wanted the money or or the house, so I said, "No." Nah. Yeah, we talked over the period. We prayed. I said, "No, nah, we're not going to lie about this. I'm not working. The bank is never going to accept us." So they wanted the house back. So we, we kept praying. It was hard for my wife, but it was also hard for me a bit. But uh, I said, oh, it's only, it's only ours. I prayed, and God said, let it go. He didn't say let it go, but he prayed in me to carry a heavy backpack, and all of a sudden it went away. <laughs> so, okay, this is time. We'll give it back. We'll give it to them. We lost out a lot, but that was our... My mom at the time was... Uh, was just, uh, she had lost her husband. And, uh, she said, well, come move in uh, with me. But she had only a little house. And, uh, I said, well, we'll expand the house. We'll, could do that. we'll expand the house. So we made an extension on the house. Yeah, nice, real nice. Yeah. Nice spot there. Yeah, so God had blessed us there. We extended that house. There was different things that we didn't have enough money. We didn't have a lot of money. We just had... A little bit of money coming in, and we'll put that inside the house. We'll put that on the house. And then uh, we couldn't get no electricians. Couldn't find no electricians to come, to come and fire up the extension. And then there's a group that came, uh, I forget, from Vermont, I think. They were coming to do some missionary work in Milwaukee. And then the group, there was two electricians. <laughs> there was two electricians. They came over and they said, we're coming to work here. I was wow. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so God, God was providing. Yeah, so God yeah, does my, provide for sure. 
It provides all kinds of things. It provides talents, different talents, even jobs. Like, I don't know. One year we were was on 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 pulling unemployment, and I was just about hoping. I said, "Oh, there's no work around here." Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I get a call from up north to go to work up north. That's how I started going to work up north. <laughs> wow. Creek, up the creek there, there, yeah. yeah. Said nobody knows me up there. I'm getting called to go up for. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's blessed so me up the, there. Blessed me with a lot yeah, of friends, and we met a lot, of, a lot of brothers up there. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah, you've been all the way up north to up high, up further north, right? I've, to, uh, yeah, I've been up the Great Whale, up Augusta. I've been to the station. We've been G- East Maine. If you were going to share, like, someone who's, like, at the point where you were, uh, where you were pretty desperate and you thought things were just going to get worse and worse, what would you say to that person? Pray, get on your knees and pray. Pray to our Creator, pray to Jesus. Jesus, come into your heart. Ask him to come help you. He's there. He's there. He says, yeah, he's, sure. our, he's our savior, he's our redeemer, and he forgives us, he forgives everything we did, and we don't have to feel guilty about anything after. He takes care of that. Yeah, he takes care of all that. So you're you're also involved in your church, right? Some, even though right now it's COVID, but... Yeah, I was a deacon for a few years. Well, I know you've helped us with... Uh, uh, Rapid Lake Camp too, the camp we have up at Gidigan, Gidiganic, mm-hmm. and uh, helped us with cutting the grass there before camp, and uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty necessary. Um, this year we're also we're wondering what's going to happen, but we're gonna we're gonna try to, to have a camp in some form. Okay. We're not not sure how. Mm-hmm. We'll just follow the reg- restrictions and and do the best we can. Yeah, that's coming up fast. Yeah. It's coming up faster than the COVID is going away. That seems to be the case. (laughs) I wish it was the other way around. Yeah. We we really can look at the situation and just say, well, I would would rather have it like this, but God knows, right? He knows what he's doing. Yeah. I think we're all suffering. Control of everything. Yes. Yeah, he is, and he knows better than than us, right? Yeah, yeah. To us, it might look bad, but maybe for further away, you could see something good out of it. Yeah, yeah. When you're looking back at it, or yeah, a few years from now, <laughs> yeah, sure did change things. That's for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> no question about that. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ray, for sharing with us and. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you for this time. This has been a broadcast of Arrowhead Radio, a ministry of Arrowhead Native Bible Center. For good Christian resources, visit our bookstore at wabanakibooks.com. Look for a new episode next week, wherever you find your favorite podcasts.